0: Against the robot spot. Stinky stinks so bad he smells We
1: take turns choosing
0: the games that we review Even Mario Kart. We ain't getting paid for this shit. This is We Talk Games Arcade
2: Weekly, an arcade review show brought to you each Monday free of charge from your friends over at wetalkgames.com, and pew, 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 it's shmup-tember. It's slurp, 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 slurp-tember. Mm. I'm your host, Kyle Von Kubik, and I'm joined along with the very rude Wiggly of Trapdoor. Hey, shut your fucking mouth.
3: And Keith the Robo-Duke. Ahoy and kaboom. <laughs> plow, 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 plow. <laughs> okay.
0: Guys, what are we talking
2: about oh. for the final week of Schmuptober?
0: We are going to do Dyma Hum, two thousand Dialahoe. Dime-a-ho. Dyma Hum, Dyma Hum. Where's that Dyma coming from? Oh. <laughs> okay. Dyma Who, Dyma Dime-a-hoo, Hum. By raising in conjunction with Capcom. That's right. My name is Wiggly. <laughs> Yes. yes,
2: and it came out in the in the far-off year 2000. Can't mm. believe it's 17
0: years ago that this game came out. I was in my underwear in the, the arcade, 20 play. Below <laughs> Weather in the year 2000, waiting for the computers to crash, performing with Trapdoor. We were the only band to perform live outside in Allentown, Pennsylvania. The mayor of Allentown loved us, who then yeah. went on to be some type of state senator person. Oh, I thought it was going to go a different direction. No, man, no dick Went on to be some him. sort of
3: pedophile. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, no that's was... our mayor. <laughs> he went on to be the treasurer of Pennsylvania, and his name was R. But. Never mind. <laughs> in 2000, I was graduating from high school. What uh, a year, little a baby.
2: Year, yeah, a year I'm later, later, I graduated. No, no, because I graduated in the year 2001. What the fuck? So I'm the baby. From high school? Yeah.
0: Oh no, Kyle
1: Kyle's baby. the baby. Yeah.
0: I'm the baby. Goo goo gaga. Baby. Now, I got a question for everybody. Why uh. was this chosen? Was it because we didn't have enough Capcom games in the can? <laughs> or was it because of the fantasy aspect?
3: Or turtles and snails? I mean, who picked this? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't pick it. It wasn't me. Don't look at me. While I do like Rising a lot because they made Bloody Roar, which is a really hey. Awesome why don't fighting you take game. all
0: my fucking making mechanics? <laughs> well, you know, if we shared sheets, would...
3: hey, let me tell you
0: something. Tell me, arcade games. What are they? <laughs> Nobody knows. Hey, thanks for ruining the only fucking thing that would have gotten a laugh in that whole room, Keith. <laughs> Gonna, God damn I'm going to go you. on record and say, I don't know if that would have gotten a laugh in that room. You that would have gotten a great laugh. Empty. But then somebody <laughs> somebody steps on, you know, comedy is all about timing. Time, timing, timing. <laughs> and he fucking, right away, nobody knows what they are. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this stinky. The oh, by the way, th- 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 thanks, Keith. Stinky has to now walk around with a bedpan still. <laughs> From him rolling his chair over when you said that you don't like shooters,
3: I didn't say I don't like shooters. A
4: bullshit!
3: <laughs> I was in the room with him. I said I'm not. I'm not much of a shooter guy. Oh, oh, that's different. That is well, different. How the hell, the I, I, hell is like... different? I have no idea.
2: Too well,
0: late. <laughs>
2: If, if you're not a fan of shooters, I don't think you're going to be a fan of Dimahoo because it is a bullet hell shooter mm. uh, that is incredibly difficult. If you're not very skilled at threading the needle,
3: mm. I like it for the first couple levels. Mm. I can handle that. There's a
2: lot that I like about this game, but I'm interested to know right off the bat, since we're, we're diving into it, what
0: didn't you guys like about it? Was it just because there was too much shit on the screen, or? Well, first of all, this is game is not hard. This game's like As a one quarter game for me. Get
3: the fuck out of here. <laughs> no way. Get the, get the I mean I, the could get the, I could get through the I could get through the first level at least on one quarter. Uh, but I don't like that the difficulty ramps up too much for someone of my skill level, the not shooter guy.
0: (laughs) It is weird that Capcom would get into this, and they didn't just release it for raising, they also worked on it with them. You know, probably just a little bit of direction here and there. But bullet hell is not something I associate with Capcom. I I associate strategy shooting, like in the Gradius series and things like that, or even some of their uh, other shooter titles which I just named the Konami game instead of a Capcom game, I just realized. <laughs> what that were happens. Capcom's uh, space shooters? Uh, Daimahoo, I think.
2: Yeah, well, I, to me, this game sort of reminds me of Seikyo titles, yes. but not with the sort of Sikyo finesse. And that's not to say that I don't like the game, because I do, even though I'm terrible at it and I spend a lot of credits getting through it. But in the year 2000, yes, it's strange for Capcom to be diving into a bullet hell game when really Capcom had defined itself as especially in the late 90s and 2000s as the fighting game company in the arcades. Yeah. Where Sikyo was the bullet hell shooter type game i don't want to jump too far but there's reasons i say that as far as making mechanics let's talk about the plot there's mole men goblins from underground and they're fucking shit up and you have to play as one of four then eight bounty hunters to shoot them and collect stuff are you great
0: yes yeah <laughs> So it does have a, a high fantasy aspect uh, for yeah. bullet hell, like I mentioned. So a lot the turtles of people say,
2: "Well, oh, this is a, a medieval fantasy game." Well, oh yeah, why? I don't remember there being fucking fighting jets in uh, my Dungeons and Dragons. This reminds me very much thematically of um, maybe you guys will agree or disagree. It reminds me a lot of Fantasy Star or Shining Force, where there is that high fantasy, but there's also this technology element in there. Where yeah, there's swords, but there's also laser cannons.
0: A game like that would be. Well, you could say elemental masters, but not really the game that you're really looking for is Phileos for the Genesis. And that, I mean, that game uh, you're flying a winged horse. You actually go through castles and there's a chained up uh, blonde princess that you fight for at the end and stuff like that so Philios, if you ever want to play that it's not a bad game for the Genesis Genesis had some pretty good shooters they weren't as bright and colorful and fun as the Mm -hmm. TurboGrafx shooters in my humble opinion but nothing can really beat Thunder Force series on there Thunder Force 2 was even pretty good Thunder Force 3 was excellent Thunder Force 4 you have like slowdown. but we're not talking about the Thunder Forces for the Genesis that's a different show maybe one day yeah. so let me go through some making mechanics uh, now that we have it out of the way that you could pick from four players uh, what Grand Prix was similar to this uh, you had spaceships and people that just fucking flew yeah and this game is evidently a sequel to that oh it is? yeah it is, it's a part of
2: this trilogy that I had no idea existed and that was the first game that uh, I thought of while playing it was Kingdom Grand Prix, you can check out our review of that at wetalkgames.com
0: slash in the can right just right off the top, a better shooter all around, and I and I think it's similar enough. I mean, it's not that it's not exactly. I mean, there's there's no racing element and things like that. No, but- I, I think the racing element in that game
2: is what makes it. More enjoyable. That's true. Than this game because it's it kind of flipping the script and, and taking a genre and blending in
0: another genre just barely. It's called a genre um, jumper. Remember, that's genre a, jumper. Yeah, that's, that's uh, easy. It's a phrase I remember. I, yeah. I created, but it, uh, it really it, took it, off. Yeah, it did. It was a big hit in Worscht Belt. Yeah. Uh,
2: this game has a mechanic in it that I, I'm just itching to talk about, but I'll wait till the end of the making mechanics. But it doesn't hit as hard as Kingdom Grand Prix did with its
0: mechanic of that racing aspect. All right, man. Let me get into my making mechanics because they're probably the most extensive. And then I'll hear from you, you fellas. First, we start with uh, Toplin. I'm not going to go all the way back to uh, shooters, but I want to try to stick with the games that are shooter hell-ish. Yeah. Toplin, uh, we already reviewed a Toplin game from 1993 called Knuckle Bash, which was nothing like. Was not a shooter. Yes, uh, that was the uh, pro wrestling style haymaker. So, 1993, Batsugan came out by Toplan and Batsugan. I would rather play Batsugan from 1993, seven years earlier than I would uh, like to play Daimahoo, Although I do like to say Daimahoo. but I wish it was Daimaho I like Keith's Dial a Ho. I remember Dial-a-Ho? that hotline back in the nineties. Yeah, I got in trouble. My parents were fucking pissed. Were they Smurf berries? <laughs> <No>. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. So Tobin went bankrupt and they became a couple different corporations. One was Raising and Kingdom Grand P, P Kingdom Grand P came out in nineteen ninety-four. Also did Kingdom Grand Prix. Uh, 1994. And as Keith mentioned, the Bloody Roar series would come out of raising as well. Bloody Roar and Hudson. um, 1977, 1999 for two. Three was 2001, 2002. That was your primal furry. Is that what it was called, Keith? Primal furry? I'm not sure. No, fury. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so... Um, That's a different game altogether. Yeah, and then Daimohu, of course, in the year 2000. They also were responsible for the Gogol 13 games, but the 1999, 2000, and 2001 Gogol 13, and those were also in conjunction with Namco. So, rising, working with a lot of different companies, Hudson, Namco, and also Capcom. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Fate of Two Worlds uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was co-developed by Capcom and Raising in 2011 Mm -hmm. and another weird one with Capcom was Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. Why would Raising be doing Monster Hunter 3? And that was for the 3DS in 2011 as well. So they're still around in 2011. Now we are in 2017 which we need to remember. Right. Another company that Toplan became was uh, Takumi Corporation, and they were responsible for the GigaWing series. GigaWing, an amazing title, GigaWing and GigaWing 2, 1999 and the year 2000. Once again, rather play those, but they also made Mars Matrix Hypersolid Shooting in 2000, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that we decided to do Shootout instead of Mars Matrix. No. Oh, we already did Mars right. Matrix. Yes. That's right. Okay. games.com
2: slash in the can. I'm pretty sure that's the one we totally canned, though. Is that the one that you and I did? No.
3: Yeah, that we couldn't get past like the second level because we suck. (laughs) Yes, fuck that shit. Don't even bring it up. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And the most shootery company that Toplin became was Cave. And they came out with the Down Patch series, which was in 1995. Uh, They also did that with Alice. They did the... Dodon patch in 1997, which is a favorite of Johnny Capcom's. Hmm? Sleep Slope Sliders. <laughs> Sleep Slope Sliders. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep Slope Sliders. 1998 with Sega. And uh, one of my favorite games, ESP Radi. Also, you could check that yeah, out in the. We did talk about that. In the. Uh, game store and not only that that came out I'm um, almost positive for the iPad or iPhone and it's actually good. There's a couple cave mm. games that came out on the, the iPad and iPhone that even though they're bullet hells you can actually navigate as long as you use the iPad and not like the iPhone. Another game that they did with Jatical uh, was Uapoko. They also did the dangang Fever, Fever SOS and I don't think I wanted to really say all these. And then, of course, the Dodo patch Dai Oju, which came right. out in 2002. They released it. At that's PDM. called
2: Super Mario Brothers 2 here in the US. Right. It's so a stupid joke. <laughs>
0: it's not really a Mario. <laughs> and they also did sp Galuga. Espy. They also did. Baby Beluga. SB Beluga. Beluga in 2003, which is. Pretty much uh, like Espiradi or Esperadi or EsperaDee or E.S.P.R.A.D.A. Or we never know how to say it. But um, mm-hmm. that's another favorite of Johnny Capcom's Loogie, <laughs> And I th- that might have come out. Now, Pink Sweets is another game you need to check out. Pink Sweets. Pink Sweets. <laughs> By the way, I now have a stutter and a pass out. So that's what happens to me. Pink sweets you might Yes yeah, pink sweets, you might know it as Ibara Sorakara. Of course. Also Mario Brothers 4 in, <laughs> for the supervision and he, he was yeah. called Rarimo. <laughs> also check out Muchchimucci pork. That came out in 2007 by Cave, and Man, uh, we're really in the woods now. <laughs> yeah, there were actually two more Dodo Dodo Patch games: Dodo Patch Die Fuck a Stew in 2008, and Don, Don Patch Sai die Ujo. Wait, I think I said those. No, 2012, that another one came out. I don't know why. One came out in 2002 and another in 2012. Don't ask me. Hmm. Now I did want to get into the versions of home console games. But before oh, I gosh. do, that I think were better than this. Yeah. Uh, I would like you to go ahead and give me any make mechanics you have. Keith, why don't you go first since you're crying and mad at me
3: huh oh no Jeez, wake up. Um, why don't you wait. go for, do you have any for making mechanics i think he fell asleep not really the only other game it made me think of a little bit was cotton just for the fantasy edge to it i know oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not a very similar shooter hmm. but that did remind me of it a little bit the other would be i think ikaruga is the one where you switch between the uh, two different colors in uh, the shooting genre to make yourself immune to the different bullets. Yeah, that
0: one's a vertical shooter as well, right?
3: Yeah, that one is vertical. Cotton's horizontal, correct? Yeah, it's horizontal. You go up and down in
0: all different directions, but yes, it's horizontal.
3: Yeah, it made me think of that more of uh, with the anime design to the characters Mm. and the uh, slight fantasy edge, while it's not magical girl or witch-based, it still is, you know, you got your dragon guy flying out there, and I think some of these characters transform into their uh, jets and I, I'm not really sure what's going on, but um, you got you got dragons strapped to Boeing's oh, yeah. and and, yeah. <laughs> and bombers Very and whatnot. Very interesting bosses, and that's yeah. why I really like this game. Is that, but uh, that yeah, that's it. Just the Ikaruga because this has that same mechanic, though it does not work as well or as fast as it does in Garuga. so... Hammock's Do you have any... Was, uh, oh, mechanics? yeah, 1971 fucking computer space. Who gives a shit? Uh. Well, wait, I want <laughs> no, I I to talk actually, about these better, much. better titles. All right.
0: I mentioned Filios, and even though that is a fantasy-based vertical shooter, it, it's not really that great. I think it's better than this game. Actually, I want to go to Radiant Silvergun, 1998. 1998, two years before This game came out. Treasure made Radiant Silver Gun for the Saturn, and that game just completely blows this away but we can go back to even 10 years before that 1989 minus a year and Gunhead or Blazing Lasers was released in the United States which is not as pretty as some games. It's not a bullet hell either, but it's a really good game and lots of different weapons and just a much better title that I would rather have people play. Spregan does have that fantasy aspect and that was made by Naxat and Compile and that was released in 1991 nine years earlier than this and spreegan 2 Spriggan! was released in 1992 i often talk about that game we're or- really dumping our shooter load on this episode. <laughs> well, almost. And another good one for the PC Engine is Psychic Storm! Made by Lasersoft and Telnet, and that was released in 1992. So all these, the, the Radiant Silver Gun, the Spriggan, Spriggan 2, I just was, I don't know, I might not like Spriggan better, but Psychic Storm, they all have fantasy elements and Psychic Storm is... <laughs> Is one of those titles where you collect the little orbs. You have three orbs. Mm-hmm. And depending on what order you put those orbs in is what type of shot you get. So you try to avoid maybe you went all blue. And it does a certain type of laser beam. Or maybe you want two red and one blue. And then it does a different type in in the greens and the things like that. So it has that element as well as a little bit of fantasy. Not fantasy like this. So let's talk about this game here, Daimahoo. Diamond Who has this mechanic that we keep skirting around where you can
2: change the elemental orientation of your ship, either between ice blue or fire red. What does that do? Well, if you're red, your shots will absorb fire element shots if you're blue it'll absorb ice element shots that are blue which is helpful because you can actually clear up the board a little bit from some of the hazards on the screen when enemies are giving these barrage of bullets here's where it fails and i think keith uh started to touch on this with his making mechanics it's
3: barely used in this game and they made it a one button press it would be a lot better Yes,
2: instead of that weird charge mechanic where you sort of cycle between red, blue, red, blue. It's sort of the snapping mechanic. Um, I feel like if the game utilized this mechanic a little bit more, it would have been more interesting. In Seikyo titles, they would come up with some sort of gimmick to dump into this bullet hell genre to make it a little bit more interesting. Like, was it, Panic Bomber? With the claw, you'd grab the enemy and you shoot the enemy back at the ships. You need something like this. Otherwise, it's just sort of generic. And this game isn't generic thematically, but it feels mechanically kind of generic for a bullet hell shooter, especially one that came out in the year 2000.
3: Mm. Yeah, it doesn't do enough. This is where my problem with shooters like this come in is... There is so much attention to detail in all the enemies you fight, in everything that's going on on the ground. You know, in the first level, you have all these villagers who are waving at you Mm -hmm. as you're blowing up all the enemies. Or, you know, there's a little family getting chased out of the woods and you somehow shoot these goblins from thousands of feet in the air. But you kill them and they are celebrating and waving at you and all that stuff looks great. But the instant you take your eye off your ship, you're dead. Yeah, blow, play, or blip about this game, and I think it, it will help people who are going to
2: venture into this title if they haven't been warned off already. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a it's a decent game. It's not a bad game. It's not interesting past its art style and sound direction, right? Yeah. But. Don't get confused by your sprite because your hitbox is different from your sprite and your hitbox is the cockpit of that ship that you're you're flying. Um, If you know that, you'll be able to thread a little bit better and you won't make these sort of jumpy, jerky, nervous reactions to all the shit you see on the screen, which will eventually kill you because you're not aware of what your
0: hitbox is. See, okay. I don't even consider this game a bullet hell. I consider it a game that's trying to be a bullet hell but doesn't know how. And mm-hmm. I'll explain why. First of all, you do have those four characters, and each four characters behaves differently, and they all have their stats. So, who I did everybody play, play as? Uh, I played as two different characters, and I don't. Okay. Their names were unremarkable
3: to me. Uh, I played mostly as the four beginner character carte the sorceress so kyle like to play a solo bang the warrior yes. that's for right. he's he's for medium type so you're your size medium when it comes to shooters i'm size beginner
2: there's nothing medium about that comb sword keith
3: no and it, the comb swords also seem to be his little options you know which you yep. need to do that red and blue mechanic so that's my thing is is he literally transforming into the jet or you know because you have clear. the dragon man who's who's flying Yes. In the bonus characters, there's, you know, a a robot that I'm assuming this woman is flying in, which just real quick, this kind of boggled me because uh, (laughs) Wiggly mentioned he thought it was fake, but I did eventually get the code to work. You yes. get the other four characters Uh Miyamoto, the dragon is one of them, a uh, gremlin, the necromancer. But when you unlock those other four characters now, the first four say, like, if it's for expert, if it's for a beginner type, it gives speed, power range and how powerful their bomb is. Right. But for the bonus characters, all the stats are different. And for each character, they're completely different. So they literally give you nothing. You know, right. like Gain the Battler, who was in the Kingdom Grand Prix. Yes. Now the stats are Danger, Heart, Rapid, Speed. Yeah, they're mm. using the stats from the older games. That oh, is that' what right. they look. Oh, okay, because it's like yeah, for so- Danger. Like, I, so if I want to live dangerously, or if I want to be a dreamer, I got to play Cheetah, the Magic User, which yeah. I think was the the. If you go back and listen to Kingdom Grand Prix, which you should, WeTalkGames.com dot com slash in the can. I think that was the one Wiggly had played as in that game because she had a. Oh, no. Maybe it was Birthday. I don't know. Well, all I know is because the name was Shitta. Yes, that's what it it is. Yeah, and she uh, returns in this game as well as Birthday. Returns in this game? Returns. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So go ahead, uh, What were you going to get into?
0: Well, I guess I was the the dragon. I was the heavy. Whoever was the heaviest, the most powerful. That's Miyamoto? Oh, yeah, Miyamoto. And the reason why is because... A bullet hell game is mostly movements left to right or up and down because Mm -hmm. you have to find where the bullets are not converging and you make small movements left to right and up and down. This game had me all over the fucking place. That's why I had to be one of the quicker characters then because... There was no way that I was going to be able to to continue to be in that one space because they didn't do the one space long enough. They completely changed where things are. Now, in a lot of bullet hells, sometimes you do move around a lot, but mainly in the bosses, you don't do that. You just tap. Exactly. And that was the other problem with these bosses is that there was no foreshadowing uh, to allow you to know what the different bullets coming at you would do. There's all, usually a, a, a boss character will do maybe four or five different moves at you. But you always mm-hmm. get to see one of their bullets do something f- one time before it, it can try to hit you with it. Like, you know, it shoots out a little turtle or something and the turtle blows up in the, you know, 19 pieces and you try to get out of the way or whatever. This one just threw the special weird shots at you and they would almost clip you every single time because right. it didn't give you a chance to understand what was going on. But mainly, the main part why I don't consider this as a bullet hell is because it's sort of like that amalgam of a, a regular shooter and a bullet hell, but you have to move all over the screen in zigzags and wigwags yeah. and everything else. And that's, that's what I don't consider a bullet hell. Now, I know that Keith considers Geometry Wars a bullet hell, and that's what everybody mentions it as but that's a different type of game that's a game where you just run like a nut and try to shoot in all different directions that you can and that's more like a berserk i think geometry wars is more like berserk on steroids so th- that took some caffeine no i'm not talking about on the console crack. Yeah, I'm not talking about the console, but it is a 360 shooter,
2: right? Because exactly. your your ship is spinning around 360 degrees. Yes, but
3: not yeah. I'm not a shooter guy, man. I don't know all the different genres. <laughs> no, 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 right uh, no. This, if there's, there's too, too many June. things on the
0: screen, no, I'm in hell. It's no. a bullet hell. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not against you at all. That's not against you. And uh, we don't know what some some games are just uh, a just atonement for your tortoise. sins, dude. Yeah, some some What's of them a, are, some of them are just uh, um, bullet Hades games <laughs> or uh, or bullet Tartaros yeah i don't know i so feel like i'm in, in purgatory there you go there you go bullet <laughs> purgatory Th- that's what this game is more like a bullet purgatory it's, it's really right in the middle hell. yeah yeah it's, it's really not and it seems like a different team developed each Different enemy and each different boss was developed really? by a completely different team that didn't even look at the other what the other teams were doing. Yeah, they they were really dissimilar.
3: You yeah, mean, I think in, that, that happens
0: with the mechanic. You mean
2: in behavior, is not in art
0: direction, right? Right, right, in behaviors. Oh, okay, yeah,
2: because yeah. yeah. I definitely saw like a continuity between the characters and what you're fighting, and you know you're fighting a giant samurai mech suit, and then later on you're fighting the giant head from that mech suit. Mm -hmm. So there was definitely a continuity in that respect. But in the behaviors, yeah, I I guess I agree. I mean, I agree in the the sense that it does seem like it's Capcom dipping their foot into what they think is a bullet hell shooter, and you are moving around the screen a lot more than you
0: normally would. Yeah, I think the first three levels are more like bullet hell, and then the rest especially five, it's just like, this is not what a bullet hell is supposed to be. It doesn't feel possible. Exactly. That's true. And that's what a
3: bullet hell should feel like. That is if you are skilled enough, you can get through this on one quarter because you know where to be. But as you mentioned all the different bullet types on the screen you got the red and the blues which if you are red it's supposed to lower your power down or if it's blues you get hit and yeah someone came up with that idea well someone else came up with the giant turtles that shoot and then eventually the bullets start changing direction it's it, it doesn't work well together which doesn't make a good shooter if you can't find the path and you can't yeah.
2: Thanks for bringing that up. I did forget about that with that red-blue mechanic. That is the other thing that happens there is if you get hit with red shots instead of it killing you,
3: it just powers you down. But again, not used enough to actually mean anything (laughs) because you can't switch quick enough to do it. You have to press, hold the button, and if the bullet's coming at you, you're not going to switch in time to not uh, get uh, blown up by it.
0: A lot of voice in here. And then you, so yeah. it says power up when you, I think it says power up, which is something like that when you get a good speed. And then it says power down when you get hit one time before you get murdered. But, yeah. but before he says power down, he goes, uh oh, or something like Yeah. It's <laughs> like, Go, oh no, no, on the screen.
1: Says, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, and then when you that-
3: get to the, boss, there's some real warbled like <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I think... I love but all then, that. Oh. I do I love it too, but it's not it's, it's trying to be not Darius and it can't be. Really? No, but the bosses, I really love in the game that each level starts with like a wanted poster, you know, you get this image, like a, like a villager came to you and said, Oh my God, this giant turtle with a castle (laughs) on its back just came stomping through here. And then you get there and you know, it's, it's, it's dino riders, you know, a giant turtle with cannons on its back. So it's kind of close to that. Or later in the game where someone's like, Oh, two giant pterodactyls attacked us. And that's what the image looks like. Then it's actually just fighter jets or my favorite being the giant mech head you mentioned where it literally looks like Father Winter or like a wind <laughs> god just mm-hmm. blowing and then it's a giant mech head. It's fantasy and it's not, but that's where the game shines, isn't that? Not it has the it. same it's mechanics that were not thought out far enough. Right. It, 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 I think it has the same humor and tempo
2: and, um, and direction as Kingdom Grand Prix. Uh-huh. It just if it doesn't come, to it, like the piece that's missing from the puzzle is that gameplay element where it's just, it's unremarkable, you know? Yeah. Or, or, or it's just,
0: uh, it's just there. It's also a big boss run. There's so many bosses per level. The mid bosses are just like end bosses. I sort of like that if they would have acted more like uh, bullet hell bosses Mm -hmm. but uh, i really liked it and the reason why was because of this art direction can can you remember some of these uh really cool things of course as soon as i saw turtles i was like you know all over that i'm a big gamera fan so when i saw turtles and they had all type of it might have been turtle ship i don't know Bust Turtle, I think it was. Bus Turtle was the name I of the first. I cannot
3: remember. They had way too long like Japanese-style, you know, giant battle, death castle, turtle, baruga, or something. I, mm-hmm. I don't really know. And all of them would be. That one was like giant drill robot drill zoid I don't know I didn't yeah. and it pops up on the screen so fast that you know once again yeah. I can't pay attention to that because I need to make sure I'm not getting blown up though I do like uh, what happens oh, right before the boss shows up like a bunch of bones come rolling on the screen <laughs> it's formal Die. warning sign yeah. it's
0: exterminator all of a sudden <laughs> <It's> weird <laughs> There's, <laughs> yeah, so we touched on the the
2: turtle. I'm pretty sure he's called Bus Turtle. He, he's the first boss you fight. He's got all this crap on his back. There's also these giant mechs that we've discussed. Uh, the robotic spider was one of my favorite bosses. Oh, size 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 spider spider, spider. We'll just keep saying size over size size size. It sigh, <laughs> sigh, sigh. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, this show Don't is really a tongue bad. twister. Yeah. So I wrote him down as my favorite boss, but one of my favorite enemies on the stage was, and I forget what level this was, but if you're familiar with Dungeons & Dragons or high fantasy, you're familiar with um, mimics, which are treasure chests that are actually monsters. Oh, yes. And they appear in this game, and it took me by surprise, like a mimic would in a fantasy game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love and all they, the giant all monster them. stuff. They all were them there were there there wasn't like a regular treasure chest was there or what were there no, they all were mimics. Yeah, yeah, they all were, yeah. So that but was kind of neat. You know,
2: they were easy kill, but yeah. if you thought that they were just treasure, you'd get hit.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. One thing that made this game special and warm to my heart was trying to play Dragon Saber on the Raspberry Pi in your living room, Kyle, because there were snails <laughs> in this one.
2: <laughs> yes, oh, I thought you were talking about it getting completely fucked when we were playing it. Well, the lava yeah. was, the layers were all messed
0: up, but yeah. Yeah, the snails. But, but it had snails, and yes. this game also has snails that shoot at just so
3: that, yeah their top of their shells pop open and shoot out bullets and even leave little uh, slime trails too there's such attention to detail why do women have legs oh
0: no stop so you don't leave slime trails everywhere they go jeez <laughs> <laughs> should be ashamed no no
3: comedy is not pretty It's about timing, right, Wiggly? Yes. (laughs) That's right. I'll I'll, I'll remember that next time I'm nervous as shit doing my first panel ever.
2: (laughs) Wiggly, say the joke again so Keith can step on the punchline. Uh,
0: Why don't women have legs? So they don't leave slime trails? Oh, my God.
3: How is that? I have to ask you like do, a question too. I like I don't asking? know, but it's obvious I know, you know, cause that's comedy. Now, why is your ass crack vertical
0: instead of horizontal? Oh, oh,
3: I God. don't know.
0: Because if you fell down the step, it would hardly go. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I have a lot of genital distortion jokes. Did you get them all from a book you read on a podcast? No, uh, mostly my mom. Oh, whoa. Nice. So, uh. <laughs> Wiggly's so mom is cool. Let's talk about that pterodactyl because I love pterodactyls too. Yeah, yeah. It's got fucking jet engine wings and shit.
3: <laughs> yeah. <I> and <mean, laughs> well, these things are beautiful. In- yeah. I don't know. Do they like meld together? It seems like there's like two baby jets. And then when you beat them, the big mom jet comes flying in from the top of the screen that's both red and blue and a total pain in the ass. I don't know, I did, we, did anybody I was this? count up their quarters for this game? Because no. Kyle and oh, I had no. thought about trying to do that. And I have I, too many tick marks
2: on my sheet when I was trying to do that. Mine would have
0: been about two rolls and they only really started piling up towards after level five.
3: Yeah, sure. mine was around four, I think around four or five I had spent around 16 quarters. So, and you gotta
2: think back in the year 2000, two a lot 75 better than me. cents per crew.
3: No, 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 I had gotten to that when I got to that level. By the oh. time I get to four and five, I'm spending like. <laughs> three dollars a level like right. it's it's i'm not terrible at shooters yeah. but like i'm you not just hate good them. at <laughs> no I, yeah they suck <laughs> <laughs> fucking shooters hope wiggly every stinger, everybody I hope stinky falls inside his bed well, see that's he the only that.
0: reason i'm mad at you keith is because he carries that bedpan around he doesn't
3: empty yeah. it but twice a day Oh, God. I'm, I'm really sorry, man. I mean, I got to somehow mend this bridge. <laughs> I got to mend this bridge somehow. Maybe I'll, I'll come over and play some like Atari Pac-Man with them or something. Like, there why is there
0: a straw in it? It's like, oh, no, God. What?
3: <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, oh. you
0: ain't kidding. Hey, if you didn't throw up this show, forget it. You're hey, good. Let, let, can I throw
2: out like a, a weird theory as to why Capcom would dive back into shooters? Defi- so oh, they in the made 1942
0: okay so let exactly. yeah, I for you I that's why yeah, I yeah, think yeah.
2: I think you know they kind of defined good sh- Konami and Capcom defined what shooters were in the 80s yeah uh, particularly with 1942 and I feel like they saw this trend in Japan in the late 90s early 2000s where bullet hells were a thing very popular and they were like hey, We built the foundation of this franchise or this genre. We can do this, and I just don't think they did. I I think they made an interesting game thematically, but they didn't make an interesting shooter. But they were like, like,
0: "We're going to do it with raising. How can we go wrong?"
2: Yeah, because they have a track record of making great shooters. But I guess for furries and for furries, I guess that's why. Yeah, I didn't think of it in the way that. You described it, Wiggly, but I do agree. It is maybe too many ingredients in the pot or Mm. too many ideas instead of just narrowing it in and saying, like, okay, this is the formula of a bullet hell and let's add in the red blue mechanic would have been great. It's just not used enough. I keep saying that, but it's true. It's like, I like that when it works. But yes, as Keith said, touch like trying to switch between at the right time, it's like, ah, fuck this. I'll just use my my regular shot. Because at the end of the day, it seems, at least for me, I was getting the same results. Yeah, it was cool to see my shot sweeping other shots off the screen or not taking damage by happenstance. But when I went with the regular shot, I was still... Avoiding enemies and avoiding shots the same way as when I was using the fire element or the ice element.
3: Yeah, I didn't. Shouldn't have been that way. Did we mention this is a three-button game back in the beginning? No, not yet. No. Okay, but uh, I'll mention that now. So it's yeah. One is your regular. If you uh, one's a turbo, your third button, your middle button's the bomb, and then the other one is the one that lets you hold and charge and switch between, which lets you do a really cool attack when you let go of the button. But once again, it takes so long to charge it up, you're yes. better off just holding the turbo button the entire time. Here's my blow blip. Use your bombs more for avoiding getting killed yeah. than actually hurting enemies. Like when the screen really starts filling up to the point where you're like, who thought this out? None of these patterns work together that's when you want to drop the bomb to make sure to avoid uh, the enemies.
0: And I found that pretty liberal with bombs. Uh, If you're not used to shooter hell games, basically you just try to find uh, a place in the pattern of bullets and not really worry about shooting so
3: much. Yeah, don't aim. You just kind of look at your... You, that's And that's why it annoys me that this game is so beautiful and, and wonderfully thematic because I have to stare at my ship if I don't want to die and mm-hmm. spend six rolls quarters. Right?
2: Then, so you're not enjoying everything that it's presenting you. What I will give it credit yes. for, though, is unlike uh, Mars Matrix, it doesn't put all of this beautiful artwork and audio design behind a wall where, oh, you died. Now you go to the beginning of uh, the stage uh, again. Uh. Man. Which that sucks. So at least, yeah, in the realm of mame and emulation, you just keep hitting credits through, and you can go through the
3: game once, twice, three times a lady, and enjoy it. <laughs> and but switch your characters every time you die, so you don't have to play through the game multiple times to right. give every character a try. Which I recommend. It's fun. Yeah. Just see all the crate. You know, see the necromancer unleash his spooky ghost swarm as. And I thought attack. that was Is one dude. Cool. It's actually three little dudes. The necromancer. Play. Yeah, but he was like one guy in the earlier games. But, you know, I think they just went crazier with the character design and said, ah, fuck it. Yeah.
0: Let's ruin the last boss, can we? Because that was that was something I really enjoyed. Please do. Well, you fight a big giant boss, and then all of a sudden he's a tiny ninja. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
2: he's really fucking
0: hard. I he, love that you're this big, you know, shooter ship, and here you're fighting a little ninja with a sword. But yeah, he, he deals out bullets. There's no doubt about it. But he's just this little guy fucking running around. Yeah, and
3: uh, I so thought that cool. was a big
0: twist. Um, yeah.
3: It was and, jump, twist. and then he jumps in a giant mech, right? Yeah. After you beat him up a bit. Yeah, yeah, and he jumps in a big old mech and starts fighting you in his ninja mech, jumping around. That is. That's oh, so cool.
2: That, that sprite play is done very well. Mm-hmm. Like Boogie Wings is another example of this, or in Kingdom Grand Prix, where you have very, very tiny sprites that are. I wouldn't say proportionate to your ship, but kind of makes sense. Like, Oh, yeah. it's a man outside of a ship on yeah. the ground yeah. versus a giant turtle, you know, <laughs> gunship yeah. Yamada coming towards you. But yeah, I like when the game does that. And the mimic was another example of that, where it was a very small treasure chest that looked like it's a collectible item. Cause there's <laughs> lots of collectible items in this game Oh uh, yeah.
0: and then it attacks you,
3: you know? Yeah. Too and many, some... not sure what they all do. Exactly.
0: <laughs> right. Giant P. Huh? It's gotta be good. What did it do? I don't know.
3: I think (laughs) it's there's the little fairies holding the treasure chests, and when you shoot them, they drop what gives you your options and powers them up. The gold powers up your regular shots. Oh and then you can pick up more of the little gems that are you trail behind you which are your bombs or your or yeah. your magic attacks that's I guess the big That's what
0: we didn't mention is your bombs uh, or magic bombs. They do trail behind you like a tail. So you know exactly yes. how many bombs you have without having to look at, you know, some type of number at the bottom yep. because they're hanging out your ass like dingleberries. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Cuz you got keep your eye on that one pixel in the center of your guy or his head or the cockpit to make that's sure the yeah. die, yeah, you know? that's the problem, you don't die, but that's uh, the problem with these, making something this cool.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all the enemy ships, though, they will have little drivers in them, so uh, maybe you can't see them, but they're there, and some of them are like on the outside of the ship, just loving it like a convertible. <laughs> they're convertible rides, yes. So, that's about this. That's its game, that's this yeah. game. Really, that's all it is. It's ho Hum, but it is by Capcom and Raising. Right. And you made uh, Bloody Roar,
3: right? That, that's yeah. Yeah, Raising <laughs> Bloody Roar. Bloody
0: Roar Two. Bloody, bloody Roar, Roar Three. Bloody Roar Four. And I think Bloody
3: Furries. 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 Conventions. Yes. That's right. Too bloody, too furious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They took my favorite characters out after the first Bloody Roar. That really annoyed me. They had a gorilla guy and the yeah. wild boar woman, and they're gone after the first game. And they were mm. both awesome. The gorilla guy had a top hat.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, Where were you fighting in, in front of the aquarium?
3: I like that with
0: the big whale.
3: I think that's the second or the third one. I, I don't, I don't think that's the
0: first one. I on those one. games when I worked at the video game store.
3: On Bloody Roar? I was like, that was, I was like no, man. Uh, you don't know how to play it then. Exactly. Me and my friends, this was probably the most competitive we ever got in fighting games was with Bloody Roar. hmm me and uh, my my buddy Dave had a. will forever be Nemesai in Bloody Roar.
0: Yeah, because mm. it was sort of like a 3D version of Darkstalkers, I think. Because yeah. you, you can only be your animal for so long, and then, I don't know, a lot of
3: elements in it. Uh, I'd save it for the show. I'm going to have to add it to. to or, or maybe we'll get lucky and it'll be in a, a furry based month that uh, <laughs> Stinky'll have next year. Furry? <laughs> F- yeah. fer- February, yeah, fer- Fur- br- fr- February, is on the list. It's in June. Oh, <laughs> February, yes. fer- yes. yeah, furry February. Oh, oh furry based games. Oh God, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I, I took responsibility for Stinky you at the Expo at and the Expo, and
2: now we have to suffer through a year chock full of themed months.
3: I step on jokes. I leave the, th- the guy in the toilet asleep. I just, I'm just fucking up, guys. I don't know, but great September, huh? I liked it. I, like I guess it. is this the last <laughs> episode? Of it? it is. That's oh.
2: it. Next week starts <laughs> spooktacular. Why is this still
0: going? <laughs> oh, yeah. in- Inkless stales just like. Sorry, but Scott Bakula was the best captain. Aren't we like three weeks removed from this? Why are these <laughs> tweets still getting liked? What happened with (laughs) Stinky? Made one tweet. I can't believe it. How long this is going? Like Star Trek Day was at the top of the month.
2: I know, I know, and and he—he's become increasingly more popular. So watch your ass, Keith, (laughs) because the power is going to his head and bedpan. Oh
0: gosh, God! And his Star Trek uh, fucking podcast is blowing up. Why? It's terrible.
3: (laughs) Uh, I kind of like it. I'm not a big Star Trek guy, so you know his... (laughs) his take Casual on things. Casual look is, at it yeah. I really enjoy. Yeah.
2: I'm sure there's people out there listening to it ironically. <laughs> <laughs> Let me remind everybody uh, whatever service you're listening to this podcast now on whether it's iTunes Stitcher, TuneIn or something else please go on that service leave it, Leave us a rating or review. It helps propagate the brand helps support the show without costing you anything and sh- be a part of our social media scene. We're on Reddit r slash we talk games. You can tell us how much we suck uh go on over to twitter at we talk games and facebook.com slash we talk games uh guys yeah it's been another shmup Tember, another themed month thank you very much for diving into Daimoho with me for keith the robo duke wiggly check of trapdoor i am kyle von kubik and i will talk at you again next week
4: She's coming from, but I just met a lady named Dynamo Hum. She strolled on over, said, look here bum, I got a forty dollar bill, say you can't make me come. You just can't do it. She made a bet with her sister, who's a little bit dumb, she could prove at any time all men were scum. I don't mind that you called me a bum, but I knew right away she was really gonna come. I got down to it I whipped off a bloomers And sniffed my thumb And applied rotation On a sugar plumb I poked and stroked Till my wrist got numb But I still didn't hear No dynamo hum Dynamo hum Dynamo hum Dynamo hump. Where's this dynamo Coming from I done spent three hours And I ain't got a crumb From the dynamo 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 From the dynamo hum Ooh!
1: get me wasted and you're halfway there cause if my mind's tore up then my body don't care I rubbed my chinny chin chin and said my 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 what sort of thing might this lady get high upon I checked out a sister who was holding the bet and wondered what kind of trip the young lady was on the forty dollar bill didn't Matter no more when her sister got naked and laid on the floor. She said Dynamo might win a bit, but she could use a little Ow. if I wasn't done yet. I told her. So I pulled on her hair, got her legs in the air, and asked if she had any cooties in there. What do you think? She was buns up, and kneeling. I was wheeling and dealing. She surrendered to the feeling. And she started into squealing. Dynamo watched from the edge of the bed. With her lips just a twitching and her face gone red. Some drool rolling down from the edge of her chin. While she spied the condition her sister was in She quivered and quaked and clutched at herself While her sister made a joke about her mental health Till Dynamo finally did give in But I told her all she really needed was some discipline Kiss my aura Dora Mmm, it's real Angora Would y'all like some more? uh? Right here on the floor, uh. And how about you, Fauna? You wanna? Ooh, sound like you're choking on something.
4: Did you say you want some more? Well, here's some more.
1: Oh, sure, look, you think I could interest you in a pair of zircon-encrusted tweezers? Tweezers.
4: Wait a minute, let me sterilize them. Give me your lighter. I couldn't say where she's coming from But I just met a lady named move Hong She strolled all over, said, look here, bomb I got a $40 bill, say you can't make me For boomers and stiffen my thumb And applied rotation on a sugar balloon I poked and stroked And my wrist got numb And you know I heard some dynamo hum Some dynamo hum Dynamo hum Dynamo hum Dynamo, hum, dynamo, hum, dynamo, hum, dynamo hum.